Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 22nd of November. Investigations are continuing this morning into a fatal house fire that's killed four young children in Melbourne. A man, woman and eight-year-old boy managed to escape the inferno in the early hours of Sunday morning, but the blaze trapped four other children, all under the age of 10 inside. Here's Detective Senior Sergeant Ashley Ryan from Victoria Police. It is a terrible set of circumstances and one that's very difficult for uh, the members of the family and our hearts go out to um, obviously uh, the family and, uh, and what's occurred here this morning. Uh, but also very distressing for uh, members uh, of Victoria Police and the emergency services. Authorities are now suspecting arson may be behind the fatal fire. Australia has hit another important vaccine milestone with 85% of residents over the age of 16 now fully vaccinated. It comes after tens of thousands of protesters marched at rallies right across the country over the weekend, calling for an end to COVID restrictions and vaccine mandates. Meantime, Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews has hit out again at the Prime Minister saying Scott Morrison is double-speaking to extremists. So let's be very clear about this. Uh, You've got to be straight with people. You've got to be absolutely direct. And when you see appalling behaviour, you need to call it out. That's my view. It's always been my view. As I said on Friday, uh, when the Prime Minister stops double-speaking to extremists, his relationship with me will be a lot better. A new clue has been discovered in bushland on the New South Wales mid-north coast as the search continues for William Tyrrell. Police found a piece of black fabric yesterday right near where two pieces of red string were discovered just days ago. Authorities are concerned wet weather will hamper ongoing efforts this week as they try to work out what happened to the then three-year-old when he disappeared seven years ago. The IOC has announced this morning it's had a 30-minute video call with Chinese tennis star Pang Shui. There had been concerns over Shui's safety when she disappeared after making sexual allegations against a former leading Chinese Communist Party official. In a statement, Olympic officials say Pang thanked the IOC for its concerns over her well-being, but added she would like to have her privacy respected at this time. Let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to New South Wales. And a police officer is today being hailed a hero for saving two boys from a flooded river in the central west of New South Wales. The 11-year-olds had jumped into the Lachlan River in the central west town of Condoblin and were swept away by the fast-moving current. Our reporter Sean Patterson has this report from the central west. Tash, these boys are lucky to be alive following Saturday's ordeal and they've got Sergeant Joel Hunter to thank. He's told how he stripped off to his undies, threw on a life jacket and swam out to the boys who were clinging onto a log in the middle of the river. I managed to sort of knew with the flow of the current, I sort of got ahead of it about 10, 15 metres and they're approximately about 20 metres out. I knew sort of if I had first sort of six sort of strokes out, I knew I was able to get to them. Sergeant Hunter will be recommended for a bravery award. Meantime, more flooding is on the cards along a number of inland rivers in New South Wales as torrential rain continues to fall. 
And to Queensland, where the Health Minister has confirmed she and other Labor MPs have received death threats as tensions continue to escalate over vaccine mandates. Our reporter David Shiraz has the details from Brisbane. Good morning, Tash. The Health Minister was speaking at a press conference to praise Queenslanders for doing the right thing when she made the revelation. The state's recorded another day of no local COVID cases, the Minister revealing she's been subjected to death threats for her handling of COVID. But Yvette Darth says she feels safe in her role and nothing will stop her from doing the job she loves. It comes as thousands protested across the state at the weekend as part of Freedom Day rallies, upset with the government's vaccine mandate. It's understood Queensland MPs are being forced to have police escorts following the heightened risk. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Now those would-be home buyers around the country hoping to buy a place finally at a reasonable price have received some much-needed good news. That's right. At long last, Sydney and Melbourne clearance rates at auctions fell, meaning sellers will have to rethink their too high price expectations. The big change is a rise in properties for sale, and this comes as ANZ has forecasted we've seen the peak in house price rises. The bank actually predicts stable prices next year and falls in 2023. And the Reserve Bank and Morrison government, here's a bombshell, are in disagreement this time over cryptocurrencies being a fad. So who's right here, Peter? Well, last week the RBA's head of payments called cryptocurrencies a fad, but now the AFR says the Financial Services Minister, Jane Hume, says they're not a fad and that Australia risks losing out on major economic opportunities if governments and regulators fear embracing the new technology. The RBA says when regulation comes, the value of the likes of Bitcoin will fall, but I still think they'll be used. And some concern in the latest unemployment figures with job losses. Is this a sign of things to come? Yeah, I think so. And the inner southwest and the southwest and Parramatta accounted for nearly half of the Sydney's job losses during the lockdown period. The inner southwest has a jobless rate right now of 8%, while the city's overall employment rate was only 5.7%. Why was that? Well, more workers were blue-collar in these areas, meaning they could not work from home on laptops and on Zoom. Peter, thank you. Pleasure. Sports now with James Royce and James. A lot of drama both on and off the sporting field over the weekend with, of course, the ongoing Tim Payne controversy still making headlines. Indeed it has, Tash. Good morning to you. And I guess one of the main questions being asked is why would the Cricket Australia board appoint the Tasmanian to the captain's role to begin with in 2018 when it was already aware of the sexting incident months before? Current chairman Richard Frudenstein declared on the weekend that the current board would not have elevated him to the skipper's role following Steve Smith's demise over Sandpaper Gate. But David Peaver, who was chair at the time, has told the Australian Payne being appointed skipper was the right call. Now, that is a view echoed by former Test Captain Mark Taylor. Yesterday on Nine, he explained why the board at the time kept the matter quiet. A decision was taken by the Integrity Unit and supported by the board to keep this in-house. But that decision was made not just on what's best for cricket, but was what was best for Tim Payne, Bonnie Payne, and also the woman involved. 
So the next chapter in this will be who replaces Payne. Former Test skipper Alan Border has joined Shane Warne by throwing his support behind Pat Cummins to step up to the role. Warne taking it a step further as well. He actually wonders if Tim Payne deserves his spot on the team at all, not because of the text, but because of his form last summer. Now, still on cricket, the WBBL finals are locked in. Perth will host Saturday's final at Optus Stadium. They will meet the winner of Thursday's clash between the Melbourne Renegades and either Brisbane or Adelaide. Now, the Strikers and Heat face off in Wednesday's Eliminator in Adelaide. Over to the V8s, Shane Van Gisbergen has claimed his second Supercars Championship after the second race of the Sydney Super Knights was cancelled because of the rain in Sydney yesterday. It means the Kiwi cannot be knocked off the top of the standings with just Bathurst to go. He's told Fox Sports it's nice to take another crown after winning his first back in 2016. Yeah, it's my life goal, life dream and to be able to do it twice now is awesome. Over to football now, and the axe has swung on Manchester United coach Oli Gunnar Solskjaer a day after the club's latest big loss. It was a 4-1 defeat to Watford. Closer to home in the A-League, round one wrapping up last night. MacArthur FC and the Knicks settled for a one-all draw in the rain at Newcastle. The shocking state of Campbelltown Stadium's pitch forced that game to be relocated. Earlier, the Mariners down the Jets in the F3 derby 2-1. And finally, the mystery over whether Novak Djokovic will be in Melbourne for next year's Australian Open remains. Now that we know for sure, it's officially no jab, no play. The world number one was asked if he'd be heading down under after his Paris Masters loss to Daniil Medvedev. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. So the mystery remains Tush, and that wraps up a very busy weekend in sport. Busy weekend indeed. Thanks so much, James. And drivers have scrambled to grab cash on a highway as wads literally fell from the sky. An armoured truck in the US was carrying an undisclosed amount of money to a local insurance company when one of the doors suddenly opened, sending thousands of dollars all over the highway. It caused traffic chaos with drivers pulling up and grabbing the cash. This is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Someone dropped money all over the freeway. San Diego has shut down. Literally, it has shut down. Look at the freeway right now. Oh, my gosh. But authorities say finders keepers does not apply and are urging anyone who took the cash to hand it back to authorities. Good luck with that. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode on a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.